0: More and more people are moving to cities, and that's going to affect almost every industry.
1: We are very cautious and very aware to make a conscious effort to work with the ecosystem.
0: What can the average person do to take action now? Not one person can change the world, but if we all do a little something different, it might help.
1: Being open to embracing innovation.
0: Know that you can make a difference, absolutely. There's no excuse not to even do a little bit. Let's go check it out. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Going Green. As always, we appreciate it. A real quick shout-out to our sponsor, Triwa. Triwa is a watch company that creates watches made from recycled plastic and deconstructed metal from guns. Uh, They're doing awesome things. They are my favorite watch company. I wear a lot of watches. I collect watches, and I have not taken off my watch from them since I received it. It's amazing. So if you are looking for a cool watch with a good cause uh, or as a gift, check out Triwa, triwa triwa.com. They are an amazing company. And let's get right back to that amazing content. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Going Green. This is officially episode 51. Uh, We're getting up there in numbers, and I'm very excited to talk to our guest today, Joseph Hecker. Uh, Joseph, did I get that right? Because I know... uh, it's a tough, it's a tough last name. I just want to make sure I say it right. Yeah, no, you got that one right. Hecker. Okay, cool. Uh, Joseph is the CEO of Join In Crowd. Um, and, and Joseph's done a lot of really cool things. I don't want to butcher it because, um, you know, he's got a pretty impressive resume and he's done some awesome things with his life. So first off, Joseph, thanks for being here today. Really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us.
1: Yeah, definitely. thanks for having me on, having me on today.
0: So you've done a lot of things um, and we were even talking kind of before we kicked off the episode, what you've worked on Um, right now, you're the CEO of join in crowd. So tell us a little bit about that and kind of what led up to all the different projects and things you've worked on to lead up to join in crowd and what you're working on today.
1: Yeah. So we uh, are
0: almost ready to launch join in crowd. um, And
1: our timing would have been better at the beginning of the year, but, um, you know, development timelines <laughs> are not always what you planned. led. So uh, joining Crowd is a digital business card company. We already have a bunch of great companies uh, pre-registered and lined up to go once we launch. We've got Nike, Dell, uh, Microsoft, uh, MGM, Informa already preset and ready to go. But we're a digital card company that's specifically designed for enterprise use. So... Um, it's got some neat features and I'm excited for when it does launch.
0: Nice. So you've kind of got, you've done a lot of stuff. Like I said, like have you always had sort of that entrepreneurial bug or what's sort of been that path that you've chosen to get to where you are today?
1: Yeah. So strangely enough, um, I did not even entrepreneur was not even a word in my vocabulary. Uh, growing up, I was the artist kid. I was the creative. I was, all those things, um, and it wasn't until I launched my first big tech company, Design Wall, where uh, I mean, we had a, an impressive management team. People from uh, we had the the brand strategist from Adobe, the head of marketing for the Honda Center, the president of Orange County Tech Coast Angels. Um, our accountant was, or, or yeah, CFO was from um, Ola Clip. Like just a crazy team. And it wasn't until spending time with them that I really got to understand even what entrepreneurship meant. Um, I just knew small business and I just knew, you know, either you work for somebody or you're a business owner. I didn't understand entrepreneurship.
0: So what is, I mean, you kind of bring up a good point. Like what in your opinion, and you know, it's not really a right or wrong answer, but like, what's the difference would you say between working from someone running a small business and entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah. So, um, I think it's more the person that you are, right? So you can own a small business and you, you know, you, you own it. It's like kind of, I'm a father. Uh, I have two kids. They're 21 and 22. Um, I can be a father by virtue of the fact that my kids were born. Um, but being a dad, that nuance, that person that actually raised them was there. We, you know, like, spent the time together and I think it's a different mindset. And so uh, entrepreneurship, I think it was always in my bones. And if I was born in a different time era, I might've been that crazy inventor blowing up stuff in that shack in the, in the woods, you know, like just inventing things and creating. I think, I think that's an entrepreneur, this person who kind of, um, there's this quote and I love it, but uh, I've got a childlike wonder, uh, I, am passionate about the things that I'm passionate about. I'm willing to risk it all to, to see it through. Um, you got to curry favor with other people because as an entrepreneur, uh, it's not just opening up your door and paying people. Uh, sometimes you got to get some pretty heavyweight people to buy into your idea and work for free for an undetermined amount of time. Um, entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. And I think you were just born with it or you weren't.
0: Yeah, I love that answer. I mean, I like the the father versus the dad uh explanation. That's pretty cool. Um so actually it's funny one of uh our past guests we had on the show Solatube, you worked with them. Um so tell us a little bit of how you kind of, you know, worked with them, what what that process was like and kind of how you helped them navigate to the be the company they are today.
1: Yeah, so um so originally i wanted to be an animator for disney and when i couldn't get into cal arts i kind of floated around and did a bunch of different stuff one of those things was um i went to work for a light fixture company in santa Ana, california uh triton chandelier and uh, three months on i made supervisor three months after that i made uh, manager and i wrote the owner's five-year plan and exit strategy i was with them for about five years um I took them from $9 million to $28 million a year, got headhunted, and for the first time in my life, I had a career. I I went from one job to another in the same field. That was pretty amazing to me. After that, I, um, I consulted. I left that company, and the owner of that company actually said, hey, why don't you go into consulting? I didn't think that was a thing. I thought you had to be much older for that. And uh, I went on to consult for 20 other custom light fixture companies in the hotel industry space. Uh, Solatube, their story was that they had had a mechanical engineer working for them for seven years. And this guy was making like a hundred grand a year. This guy made, you know, almost three quarters of a million dollars and produced nothing that they could go to market with. So when they brought me on, they were like, Hey, um, you know, we, they, they, I guess hired headhunters of the five headhunters, four of them uh, mentioned me. So they called me up directly, which was kind of a shady move because uh, they, I think they went be behind those headhunters backs. But, um, so I came on with this pressure to design fast and, um, and I was used to designing fast because in hotel custom lighting uh you get a design today uh, uh, you get a concept today we've got to doodle it out and send it out to all the manufacturers now uh because that that's got to be hung on a ceiling in 6 to 8 weeks so um so anyhow i designed uh I started i came on and in 3 months i produced 48 mockups i went around all over san diego grabbing uh, light fixture parts and butchering them in, in our warehouse over by the Palomar Airport and put together 48 mock ups. The SoloTube kind of held an event and we narrowed that down to 12. Uh, and then I lined them up with um, manufacturing in China to produce them. And it's kind of a, a, a bummer story with SoloTube. But uh, three months onto the job, they were like, hey, uh, we don't know what to do with you now because we already have the designs. So, uh, so they gave me a nine month severance and cut me loose. And um, so on the train ride back to San Diego, I called a friend of mine who had just sold his metal fab company and said, hey, um, I've got a design that's gonna not only fit all of the Solitube products going forward, but it's gonna fit all of their products going backwards since the beginning of SolarTube. So we uh, started a company called Delight um quickly tubes premier dealers started ordering from us and uh, we had a back order of around $300,000 worth of product. And then I got the knock at the door from Solotube's lawyers. <laughs> uh, so we got tied up in legal stuff for about a year and a half and ultimately it was all dismissed. And um, we shut that company down. And a few years later, I went on to launch a, a custom company called um, uh, what was that one? Uh, Solar luminance. It was custom light fixtures uh, powered by natural daylight. Mm-hmm. So, so, if you go to the Solatube website today, I've got it up right now, um, and they still have the products on here. Those designs um, change. I, I say change the industry. Um, uh, not only does Solatube now have decorative fixtures. But so does uh, v and ODL and all the major Daylight, Tubular, Skylight companies. I've come to know Tim Miller, the CEO of, of uh, V-Lux and, and um, all these different CEOs from all these different companies because of the, the work that I did or the damage that I did in three months at Solotube.
0: Nice. Well, that's a, that's a pretty awesome story, honestly. I love, I mean, it's nice when, you know, you hear that they probably paid that other guy, you know, Way probably more than he deserved, and then you come in and just kind of crush it after three oh, it's months. It's a little that's,
1: bit of a bummer,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a nice feeling. You're like, All right, my job here is done, I'll take my paycheck and uh, on to the next one. Um, that's really cool. So, how did uh, so kind of, tell us a little bit about like what you're working on now. Like, how did the idea for join in crowd come about, and kind of what's that process been like, you know, creating it, building it, and getting it to a point where it's almost ready to launch.
1: Yeah, so um, so in two thousand fourteen, I think it was two thousand fourteen, we launched Design Wall, and Design Wall was kind of leveraging my background in uh, hospitality design, and I felt at the time my aha moment was that um, the design, the future of design collaboration, it would be a social platform. So people were already on Pinterest and they were kind of going over to Instagram to find all those cool design ideas. Where do you find all your, you know, decor and stuff, Instagram and Pinterest. But if you click on a photo on Pinterest, that might not actually take you to, you know, that manufacturer's website. It it might take you to somebody in Ohio. So, um, so now we launched design wall. Um, we spent, three, four years in development on it. We had roughly 500,000 monthly visitors, but we failed to see that we could charge people even $1 at that point and be in revenue. So ultimately uh, from an entrepreneur, from a tech startup standpoint, we failed to to monetize. Um, And while we were pivoting, we tripped over ourselves and failed to pivot. Um, In October of 2017, I went live for the first time on Facebook. I hit the go live button and, um, and 2,200 people were watching me live. 30,000 people watched that segment that day. And the next day I got calls from uh, Baker Furniture and Leloy Rugs asking if they could sponsor my talk show. And uh, I was like, it's not a talk show. Well, that little Facebook live, turned into Design Talk Live. So I actually, and I'll shoot you over a photo, but I've got the tattoo on my wrist. Nice. Um, that went on to in 2018 in a one, one hour a week talk show, I cleared 3.2 million views of Design Talk Live. Um, I had the Scott brothers on, the Property Brothers, and the first time on I had them lip sync battle. I've had Macklemore, Collective Soul, a bunch of bands play live on the show, the Real Housewives of Everything, all the cast of Trading Spaces. And in 2019, I expanded my talk show into the Live Broadcast Network and started producing talk shows um, that streamed live on Facebook. So so along the way... um, I launched a couple other tech platforms and one of them that we've been in development for is uh, uh Joining Crowd. So that's how we kind of came yes. to to do Joining Crowd. Uh, I'm in from 2017 through uh, 2017 2016 through 2019 I was at 91 trade shows mm-hmm. and handing out cards and finding you know other digital ways to share cards all the digital cards want to like scan an actual business card Mm -hmm. so ours doesn't do that uh so we bucked some of the trends and strangely enough one of our major competitors in the space i was actually looking to buy out back when um when we were founding design wall so Mm -hmm. we probably could have knocked them out of the out of the game back then but uh we have an entirely different product.
0: So. Very cool, man. Well, obviously, Going Green is, um, I guess you'd call it a talk show in a way. Um, what I mean, you really tapped into kind of the power of digital media, of content creation, um, almost by accident, it sounds like. You just sort of did it, and it started to grow naturally, which is exciting as a business, um, what was something that you kind of learned from that experience of just the, the weekly content creation, the networking, using that, utilizing, you know, Facebook live, the views to build a brand, kind of, what did you um, take away from that whole experience? Um,
1: so raising my kids, I told them, um, school was a life was about as much about who, you know, as what, you know, and um, one of my greatest aspects of, of being a CEO or being an entrepreneur is that networking spot. And what I learned on that very first time that I went live. So um, so first of all, the topic was F the trends. And in the design space up until that point, everybody was very bougie. Very, They talked about what kind of wine you drank. Um, and it was very low-key, bougie. I came on, uh, beard, tattoos, F the trends, blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of like the Howard Stern of the space. Um, but when I hit go live, it was just me. But while I was on, back back then, Facebook, you could split screen and you could add people on. And I ended up having seven people on and those people would jump on and they'd you know, talk about the topic a little, but while they were on, they would say, Oh, my neighbor's watching, or Oh, my coworker's watching. And in that moment, I realized that Facebook, when I went live, Facebook notified my network that I was live, but they also notified the network of each guest that they were live. So this played into that network thing. So every show that I produce always has multiple entities involved. So, I produced uh, Jennifer Farrell's Design Hot Seat, and her show had her, it had a celebrity guest, it had advertisers, and then we brought on two manufacturers to help you achieve the look. So, on any given episode, we would have 12 different parties that had a vested interest in hitting the share button and watching and promoting our, our, our segment. So, this went right back to how I raised the kids, it wasn't about what you know, it's also who you know. And so um I guess I raised my kids under the same business philosophy of of leverage your network.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and, and we I played that out in tech as well.
0: Very cool, man. Well that's that's an awesome story. It's exciting to kind of hear, you know, everything you're working on. Um, for those of you know our, our audience who's listening and watching how can we, you know, join join In Crowd, um, and how can we sign up and, and kind of stay up to date with it?
1: Sure. So we are taking pre-registration. We haven't uh, launched yet, but you just Google joinincrowd.com um, and register, and we're pretty close to launching. So if you get in there now, then you're gonna be a part of the journey, which I always think is important for jumping on tech.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, go check that out for sure. Um, Joseph, appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. Really, uh, really just want to say thanks. You've done some really awesome stuff, honestly, and it's exciting to kind of see, you know, how your journey's changed and, you know, moved along the way and kind of your growth along with it. So um, yeah, thanks again for taking the time out of your day. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. If you wouldn't mind, I'd love to plug uh, for my friend, Linda, who's launching the livable um, environments conference in Mm -hmm. Canada. So um, this is a great program. It's the first in Canada, uh, where it encompasses not just sustainable design, but also uh, livability. So this is the people uh, living with uh, disabilities and how we can design our environment, our livable environment to accommodate uh, disabilities, handicaps um, and aging in place. So it really covers a lot. Uh, So I just wanted to throw a quick plug to um, the livable environment conference, and you can find them at livablecanada.com.
0: Awesome. Livablecanada.com. Go check it out. Joseph, appreciate you supporting uh, your friends and the sustainable community as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh,
1: again, it's that network. And uh, anybody who wants to reach out, I love to connect people. Um, I've got a, a huge network of friends in all kinds of different industries and niches.
0: So feel free to reach out. Love it. Awesome, man. And as always, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Going Green. Our goal every episode is to bring you top CEOs, uh, entrepreneurs, leaders in the clean tech, sustainable, renewable space, um, and just pick their brain and, and give you some fun tips, action items to share and apply to your life. So as always, we appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next episode of Going Green.